It's Friday, and I am your host for this date night episode, Kyle. And I'm your favorite co-host, Cassidy. And uh, I've already said it, but this is date night. This is date night, <laughs> So, uh, again, things are going to look really different in this episode because we didn't even watch a movie. Nope. We are going to be doing something completely different. But before we get into that, I'm going to give you the floor because it was your turn to pick the date night. Yes. And you, you picked a doozy of a date. Yes, so we went on a big old date this week. We went on a little date to Boston to see the one, the only, Renee Rapp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, we've been spending a lot of time in Massachusetts recently. Yes. You've picked a, you've picked a lot of dates that have to happen in Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we went to a Renee Rapp concert. Kyle was forced, but now he's a fan. I was her accessory for the night. Yes. We kept running into people, uh, and we were we knew a few people there, actually, and they were talking about how they were the accessories for the group, and I was like, yes, I am also an accessory. I'm just here. <laughs> but I had, a, I had a great time. He was here to hold my jacket and my cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I, I did have a good time. I had a lot of fun, but it's just, I didn't know too much about anyone in the band until we got there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, it was an awesome show. Even the openers, we are now fans fantastic, of. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, we have Alexander23 and Toa Bird. So Toa Bird, electric energy. Yes. She came out and immediately I was like, yeah, like just m- main character energy. Yeah. And just oozed charisma. Yeah, like she's super charismatic. All over the place. She was like right up against the barricade. She was straddling it at one point, like singing with the crowd. It was it was a very, very strong performance from her. Yeah, she was a lot of yes. fun. Alexander 23, he, all he did was like bat his eyes and every woman in the building fucking exploded. <laughs> I get why. I'm not saying I don't get why. Mm-hmm. But my eyes were on the drummer. Yeah. Because that man was oozing. Like the, the lead singer was like, mis- they had this like cute i don't know like energy that he just seemed like he'd be really he's just really nice guy and he just wants to sing and read you poetry but the drummer was like chugging cores or corona corona. he was chugging corona and was just like sticking his tongue out and like lolling it and i was like that's my guy right there i was like i literally looked at cast when they came out on stage and i was like these dudes just woke up and were like let's go play yeah. A concert somewhere and he just came looked, here. Literally, like he just looked like he was in the garage playing with his buddies. Yeah, he just was having a great. They time. had, they had. He, the drummer specifically, was like stealing the spotlight from the, the lead singer, in my opinion, because he's just like having the best time of his life over there in the corner, and it was like you can't help but watch that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then Renee Rap came out and just I don't think I've ever heard that big a pop for anything. A big a pop. A pop is like when some like if someone comes out on stage and like the audience reacts, it's called a pop. Yeah. Uh, I have literally never heard one so loud in my really? life. Really? I have been to Oh my eardrums were like rattling. Yeah, no, mine too. It was that? insane. Was like, oh yeah. yeah. Honestly, like the sound changed and it was wild. Yeah, it was a lot. And then when the, the drummer like for Renee Rap was like getting going, I could feel it on my fucking spine. Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, like it's like, is this changing the beat of my heart? Yeah. Um <laughs> No, but I've been to NFL games, I've been to hockey games, baseball games, I've been to plenty of concerts, most of which I realized was running down the concerts I've been to that I've just been like invited to and didn't really know much mm-hmm. about the artists. And but the WWE events, for God's sake, I have never heard such like, and it gets loud, but I think because we were inside, the pop was just too much and my ears yeah. almost fucking blew out of my head no but i think it's honestly because the people that like renee rap they're very passionate they about love it. renee rap. like it's a cult following like yes. she just like yeah if you 
like Renee Rapp, you love Renee Rapp. Yeah, that's actually, that is perfect. Yes. <laughs> it is a rabid fandom. Yes. Like these people aren't just, oh yeah, I like her. It's, I would go to hell and back to defend her against anybody yeah. type of fandom. And I noticed that as soon as we got there, these people were different. Like when we got there, I was like, these people love this woman. Yes. This is, it was like a religious experience for some of these girls. Yes. And, and I say girls because most of the people there were girls. Like yeah. it's mostly, mostly women and young girls. But I must say, I, I love Renee Rapp. I've been listening to her on repeat four months. So I actually did know who she was before we went. I knew her as Layton from Sex Life of College Girls. Yes. And she's one of my favorite characters on that show. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't know she was like a singer until Cass was like, oh, she sings now. Here's a song by her. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Colorado, I think was the first song you played yeah. for me. I actually do like that song. And then when we went to the concert, I looked up how big the venue was. It said it holds 2,000. And I was like, all right, that's not like a huge venue. Um, and then we got there and I realized like it is like they're going to push the limits. Probably a little more than 2,000 people got in that bitch. I guarantee yeah. it. It was packed, packed. And these people were just ravenous for her. Yeah. So we were three rows back from the front. And I've never been that close in a concert. And it was, it's just so cool to see. It's a whole different experience. That up close. Like, it's just awesome. It makes, like, the sound a little wonky. Like, we were saying, like, we couldn't, like, the vocals kind of, like, took a backseat to the instrumentation. Because of how close we were, yeah. Because of how close we were. And then I was listening to videos on TikTok of, like, people who were farther back. And I was like, oh, wow, they could hear so much better. Yeah. But it's honestly, like, kind of a trade-off. Like, do you want the experience of being, like, you can see the sweat on their forehead? Or... Hearing them. We were no more than 20 feet away from her. Yeah. We were no more than 20 feet away from her in the third row, basically. Yeah. And you do kind of get the trade-off for, like, sound quality versus feeling her sweat drip on you. But I think that's a fair trade for most people. Right. (laughs) That's what I I was going to say is, like, I think when you go to a concert, it's more for, like, the thrill of being that close to the Oh, yeah. Like, I can hear her sing on her soundtrack on Spotify And it sounds better because it's clean to polish. Whenever I want. But you don't always get the opportunity to be... 20 feet and see the sweat glistening on your your idol's face yeah absolutely i totally get that because (laughs) like i said when we were on the way like i'm not like a huge concert guy and it's not because i don't love music i love music and i i mean i could listen to it and have it sound just as clean if not cleaner Mm -hmm. in my headphones um but you pay for the experience you pay for the performance the artist puts on Mm -hmm. and that's why when an artist doesn't like show out for the performance you're kind of like damn but like you pay to get that experience it's not about the music. It's about like watching them right. do the craft. And Renee Rapp puts on a great show. Yeah. So did Toa. Toa Bird. Yes. I mean, just the stage presence, unreal. It was. Man. It, they just both put on like the energy. Like it was just they. The show was amazing. Yeah. And honestly, like I looked at Kyle. And I'm like, she sounds just as good in person. Like Renee yeah. Rapp's voice is just beautiful. Like I honestly think this girl is gonna have big, big things. And I honestly, I said on the drive there, I'm like, watch one day she'll be filling up TD Garden yeah. instead, of, <laughs> instead of this smaller venue. But yeah, because she just her voice is just it's super cool mm-hmm. and it's beautiful and and the amount of fans that she has that like care, she'll absolutely be able to like in a few years she'll be yeah. selling out a re- like actual like arenas, arenas. Yeah, <laughs> I was just I mean I was really blown away. I really was by the whole thing. Like I got into it. I feel like, so we took a picture and I felt so bad because I was like, because looking back at the picture, I felt like I was smiling so hard and I was like, I, I could feel my teeth, man, you know? <laughs> and you showed me the picture and I looked like I was dead inside. And I was like, I hope nobody saw me at the concert looking like that because I looked miserable. I was having a great time, but like my face is just like mm-hmm. flat. I wasn't trying, you know, like I was really into it. But, you know, that that's what comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, Renee Rapp, Alexander23, Toa Bird. Date Night with Kai and Cass is full supporters of you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Support us. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> so uh, what was your favorite moment from the, like, just real quick, sum it up. What was your favorite moment mm. from the date night? Honestly, I like the way, like, all of the artists, like, engaged with the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, Toa Bird was talking to, uh, like, talking to us and asking questions. And same with, like, Renee Rapp. Like, she was, like, she actually, like, m- does this thing where she matchmakes at each of her concerts. I didn't know that was a thing. So I she, thought like, she just randomly did no, that. No, so she, like, finds someone with a sign. This one was, like, looking for a top or something. Looking for a bottom is what looking it says. Looking for a bottom. And so she found, she was, like, anyone a top? <laughs> And she and she found a girl and she's like, okay, I want you to go stand with her for the rest of the concert. But that's that's kind of fun. And then um, at the very end, someone threw mm-hmm. Renee a t-shirt, a Karen Carpenter shirt, a Karen Carpenter shirt, which is Renee's favorite artist. And like you could tell, like it meant a lot to her. Like she teared up. She was gonna start crying. Oh yeah. It's just awesome to see. Like she doesn't take like it for granted. Like she just loves how much her fans love her and she feels special. Yeah, for sure. So. I think my favorite moment was probably Snow Angel, like the light effects of that. Yeah. It was insane. Because I had never heard that song until we were on the way to the uh, concert. And when you played it, I was like, oh, shit. This is like, I could see how it's going to play out. Mm -hmm. And it's so like calm and just personal. And then it just explodes into this like frenzy yeah and then it goes back down to this like calming sound and i just loved the the difference there and when she actually played it i was like fuck yeah this mm-hmm. is good so that's probably my favorite moment yeah that and not, actually being able to get out of the parking garage it's yeah it's definitely not music that kyle would choose to listen to himself but one of the things i love about kyle is he's not afraid to like watch a movie i want to watch even if it's like a super girly movie or like <laughs> listen to the songs i want to listen to he's gonna give it a chance and mm-hmm. i just love that about him I think Toa Bird was the most likely for me to actually listen to outside yeah. of yeah. like going to the concert, then Renee Rapp, then Alexander 23. Only yeah. because Alexander 23 is very much so like slower, mm-hmm. lovey dovey style music. And Toa Bird, it's just like, it's just She's electric. Yeah, it's yeah. just exciting music. And that gets me going. So that's why I think. And, and I've downloaded already, like, I added a bunch of their songs to my playlist already from yeah. the concert. I had a great time. She comes out and she goes, What's up, bisexual? Yeah, I was like, oh, word. <laughs> I was like, here we go. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. It was a lot of fun. If yeah. anyone gets a chance, I think her tour is ending soon, but mm-hmm. when she writes her next album, because I know she will, and when she goes on tour, I recommend I recommend going to her concert. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It's. It felt like... Uh, you can tell she's having fun on Yeah, stage. you can tell she's having fun, for sure. For sure. So, what are we doing today, though? We are going to be doing something we've actually never done before. Um, we are going to be doing a draft. Cass and I each have seven categories laid out in front of us with specific movies from Adam Sandler's career inside of them. Mm-hmm. So how is this going to work? What we're going to do is we are going to pick movie from one of each of these categories and we're going to make a list. And then you guys are going to vote on who made the best list. Mm-hmm. And that person's the winner and gets bragging rights in our relationship forever. I feel so that's like, what we're doing. I feel like you're going to win because I feel like I always pick things that are like I like, which usually aren't like other people's most favorite. No, that's what you're supposed to do. We're supposed to pick movies that we like. I you think like, I'm going to pick like... I, I, I feel like I'm usually like... What's the word I'm looking for? In the minority oh, yeah. of liking certain movies. 
Yeah, we watched Jennifer's Body last night, and you were like, yeah, it was okay, two and a half stars. And I was like, yeah. whoa! I thought you'd like this movie a lot. I gave it three and a half. Letterboxd gives it a three, no, 3.4. Like, I was surprised. <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like just pick what, what your heart tells you to pick, yeah. you know? But, and I love Adam Sandler. Like, if yeah. I could choose two, two, an actress and an actor to meet and just, like, be friends with, it would be Melissa McCarthy and Adam Sandler <laughs> for me. I'm obsessed with them. I feel like they're I cut see. from very similar cloths. <laughs> I see all of their movies. I watch all of their movies on repeat that's true and yeah there's my favorite yeah actors of all i've time. never met someone who likes most mccarthy as much as you do <laughs> it's like like she could just be in it for five seconds and you're like we have to watch this i know i'm always, multiple times <laughs> i always tell kyle i'm like if i was an actress i would be just like melissa mccarthy <laughs> <laughs> so great so how this is gonna work is i just want to go over some rules real quick and lay it down we're going to alternate picks. You can pick from any of the seven categories. But once that category has been picked, you cannot pick from that category again. And you can only pick one movie, obviously, from each category. And it'll end when we have all seven of our picks. Questions? Yeah, I do have questions. Okay, of course. Um, we should have talked about this before. Um, so it's not like we start with category one, you pick, I pick. We start with category two, you pick, I pick. Right. You can pick from any category you want at any time. Oh. One movie from that category. Though. Well, that's confusing. Why? Because I just went through each category and marked one movie. Yeah, you're supposed to only mark one movie. You're only going to get okay. one movie. But once the category is gone for each of us, it's gone? Yes. So, okay, like, okay, let's okay. say you pick from category five. Yep. You cross off category five. You can no longer oh, okay. pick from that one. Okay, got it. Okay, so Cass, I would, before we get into this, I would like you to read us all seven categories that we have for Adam Sandler. Right. Are you ready? Yes, Go I'm ahead. excited. So we have 90s Adam. Silly Sandler. <laughs> Adam and Chill. Dadam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. Right there. Um, Adam in Love. Life Lessons with Adam. And Adam Gets Serious. So we're going to go ahead and flip a coin to see who goes first. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to let you call it. I'm going to call heads. Heads or tails. All right. Let's flip. And so let Cass watch it. And it is tails. tails. I'm going to go first. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, so I also should mention that you're going to hear some pen clicking. It's going to happen. You're going to hear some paper scratching because we have these written down in front of us. And we are in our war rooms, okay? We, we are going to we are gonna do this as professionally as possible. So you're going to hear some scratching. <laughs> so for my first pick, this is tough because I really thought you'd get the first pick. I'm going to take one that I didn't, that I don't think you're, that is going to affect you all that much, mainly because I just want it bad and I know you would take it to block me. I'm going to take Uncut Gems okay. from the Adam Gets Serious. Okay. I'm taking Uncut Gems because I don't think I've ever seen a movie that is just a straight up panic attack more than Uncut Gems. The whole movie is like two hours of just straight up anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I should actually tell you these are the these are the nominees that you can pick from, right? So the draft pool for Adam Gets Serious. That's my uh, uncut gems pick. It's Punch Drunk Love, Uncut Gems, Hustle, and the Meyerowitz Stories. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I pick Uncut Gems. I am pretty sure the first time we ever watched this, you, me, and Colin watched it together, and all three of us left the theater just like anxious as hell. We were like, what the fuck was that movie? Yeah, we were all we were all over the place, all three of us. I was upset. I was mad at the movie. Colin was like, "I don't think I've ever been more anxious in my life." He felt he was like he was having a panic attack during the friggin' movie, like mm-hmm. just just a really and and it's something you don't get to see from Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get Adam Sandler as someone who's really acting, like he's putting his his acting chops 
like out there for people to see because it's not just yeah. him being funny. The whole movie, you're like, no, no, right, right. Don't he do just, that. No, why he, are you doing this? Yeah, you're just like it's like when you're watching a horror movie and you're like, oh my god, they're really gonna go there. That's basically what it was like watching this, but with someone who has like addiction problems. Like he's yeah. just gambling, and it's just like he, you're really gonna go there. Like you're taking this money, you could be free and clear, and you just can't help yourself. Yeah. All right. So also, I, fun fact: oh. written and directed by the guy who <laughs> plays the father, Herb, in Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret. Probably one of my favorite movies from 2023. <laughs> Just a digression. Your pick. Who's who's who is your first pick? I'm gonna go with my just all time favorite Adam Sandler category. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler. <laughs> and these are the movies in the Adam Sandler list: Spanglish, Bedtime Stories, Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two, That's My Boy, The Week of, and Your. So not invited to my bat mitzvah. Have you seen all of these movies? I was curious about which ones you had seen and hadn't seen. I have not seen Spanglish, Bedtime Stories, or That's My Boy. You haven't seen That's My Boy? Whoa. Okay, we have to watch that. That Um, movie is weird as hell. (laughs) But the reason this is in my top is because of this one movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And that movie is Grown Ups. Yep. I should have seen it coming. I should have seen it coming. I feel like that's a fair trade for us because I get the one movie that like I love, you get the one movie you love, and then and then we'll we'll go to war now. I love the movie Grown Ups because I th- there's multiple facets to why I love this movie. I love the group of men coming back together, and it just feels like they're just dudes being dudes. They're just hanging out. They're just catching up with each other. I love that whole, like, they're just funny. Like, the, the way they just interact with each other is super funny. It's literally Adam Sandler with his real-life best friends and a yes. camera. <laughs> like, that's it. Yes. I also love the setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Summer, lake house, they're <laughs> on vacation. I just, like, it's just a fun movie for me. Is Grown Ups your favorite Adam Sandler movie? It's up there. Yeah, I think it's It's, it's one of my, it's one of my... I would say it's one of my favorites, but it's one of my favorites to easily watch. It's one you just throw on in the yeah. background, and occasionally you'll be like, "Ha ha!" and you can just keep doing your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good movie, and I should have I should have known you were gonna take that one. <laughs> so it's uh, round two, and my next pick is gonna come from our first category, the '90s Adam. These are the uh, potential picks: we have Coneheads, Airheads, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, and Big Daddy. I did debate Big Daddy being like either Datum or Life Lessons potentially, mm. but I was like, I'll sort of in the 90s. <laughs> so I'm going to take Happy Gilmore. No! Yes. I'm taking Happy Gilmore mainly because it is the movie that Bob Barker kicks the shit out of Adam Sandler. And to me, that is one of the best scenes in any movie of all time. And just the, the whole movie is just, I mean, it sets up Adam's career essentially. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore back to back. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. That's just not fair. <laughs> I'm the hockey player in this relationship. Happy Gilmore is golf, golf. but he yeah, I know, hockey. I know, I know, I know. He starts golfing with a hockey stick. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I almost debated having a sports section. <laughs> um, let's see. I think my second pick is going to come from Adam and Chill. In the Adam and Chill list, we have Ridiculous Six, The Do-Over, Sandy Wexler, Murder Mystery, and Murder Mystery 2. Oh, and damn it. I choose... Damn it. Murder Mystery. Ah, I knew it. Fuck. 
is just a lot of fun. I love murder mystery, the whodunit type of movies. And what more can you ask for than freaking Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler? It's funny because they've done a ton of movies together at this point, yes. and the chemistry is just always on point. I have grown to love mm-hmm. the two of them yeah. together. And yeah, I just, that's why Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler together. I just love the <laughs> genre of like comedy murder mysteries, yeah. like Knives Out, obviously Murder Mystery, The Happy Time Murders, I would even say with your girl, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I enjoy all those movies. They're stupid, but they're so much fun. Mm-hmm. I do not think the sequel to that is fun. I will say that. It's I didn't like the se- I didn't like the sequel at all. But also Adam and Jen have this like chemistry and this connection that it feels like they could legitimately be a couple in real life. Yeah. And so the story as it's it plays like out is just so real. To me, though. Like I feel like You get the siblings vibe, yeah, I really. Do. I do. Like I get the vibe. So at the beginning of Murder Mystery when she's like, "Where's the love? Where's the spark?" That's the vibe I get from them whenever they're on screen together. And it just works perfectly. Yeah. Or maybe they're just an old married couple that is just, like, too comfortable with each other. Maybe that's <laughs> But no, I get, like, I feel like, I like there's that. a video of them at, like, a red carpet or something. Mm-hmm. And Jen- you see Jennifer notice Adam. And she's like, you wore a sweatshirt? Yes. And it's just so funny. I, She's like, was... I told you. He's like, yeah, you told me. She said, I said not to wear a sweatshirt. Yeah. There was a, when Murder Mystery 2 came out, there were videos of them on red carpets and stuff just like surfacing everywhere mm-hmm. because obviously uh, their movie's coming out. So they're going to be coming up with these these videos. And I would watch every single one of them. <laughs> and in re- like real life, they are best friends you can yeah. tell there's the one where adam and her are talking to this guy and he's kneeling and they're like adam goes dude stand up why are you kneeling and he's like i'm very tall and i don't want people to behind me not people to see you guys and adam goes oh just stand up and he stands up and adam goes whoa what are you the jolly green giant and jennifer like jumps when she sees how tall the guys he's like seven feet tall and they just are roasting him it's it is they are just such a fun couple of people uh-huh. and if i had to like have dinner with Two people, uh, they wouldn't be anywhere near the top of the list. But like, let's say all everyone else was busy. <laughs> let's say everyone else was busy. Uh, Adam and Jen would be would be in the top one hundred for sure. <laughs> oh, so we're moving into round three, and I'm actually going to take from the silly Sandler section. Now, the silly Sandler section is Waterboy, Little Nicky, Don't Mess with the Zohan. Jack and Jill, and Hubie Halloween. Movies that are not generally well-received by the masses, but are beloved by Adam Sandler fans. Uh, And so in this category, I'm actually going to take Hubie Halloween. That's okay. That's okay. That one hurts, huh? That's okay. I We did cover it. We talked about it, so I'm not going to go into too, too much detail, but it's so dumb. That it works. Mm-hmm. Like you watch this movie and you feel your your IQ dropping like five, six points. But you're okay with it. You're like, yeah, no, I like this. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm picking Hubie Halloween. All right. I am going to move over to category Adam in Love. Okay. First Adam in Love. And the movies in this category are 50 First Dates, Chuck and Larry, Just Go With It, and Blended. Which one of those is the Jennifer Aniston one? Is it Just Go With It? Because Blended and Just Go With It are very similar, I think, right? Okay. No. <laughs> I thought they were basically the same movie. I didn't realize there were two no. different movies until I was looking it up. Um, 
And in the spirit of loving Jennifer and I, uh. <laughs> I am selecting just go with it. <laughs> That's a good pick. Yes. So this movie is, I love the dynamic of we're just friends. Um, I love the dynamic of we're just friends, but you can tell like, you can tell the whole movie, like there's a little spark there. Like there's just a spark and you're just praying the whole time that they notice it. You love the will they won't they the stories. Like that's your thing. And it's also just like, it just feels natural Like, because I feel like a lot of people, like, when you've been friends with someone for so long or when you've worked with someone for so long, like, even if you have, like, those feelings, like, I feel like a lot of time you're like, ah, nah. Mm -hmm. Like, it wouldn't work between us. Mm -hmm. But I love the dynamic of, like, Adam getting super close with her kids and that kind of being, like, the final, like, tipping point for her being, like, my kids love him. Yeah. Like, he, he is what I want. And I think it's also just, like, the... He's, she sees him almost marrying someone else, and she's just like, I have to... Is just go to the one where he pretends to be her husband? Yes. And they have to... Okay, okay, okay. Yes. He pretends that she's his ex. Mm-hmm. And they go on vacation. I just love vacation movies. Yeah. Um, Someone needs a vacation ASAP. An- another reason I like this movie is because they go to a trop- on a tropical vacation, and that's just a fun time. Yep. So... Adam loves to just go. Like I feel like his thing is when he wants to go on vacation, he's like, "All right, we need to have a setting somewhere cool so I could just get away for a little while." I don't think I make this. I say this all the time with Adam Sandler movies, and I I, I truly believe it's it's a fact. I don't think Adam Sandler puts a lot of thought or a ton of like brain power behind his concepts for movies or like where they are. He is simply like, "I'm gonna have these people be in it because I like them." We will have this be the uh, basic premise. We'll go from there. Everyone meet me in Bora Bora. And like that's just where the movie is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we're moving on to round four here. And I'm also going to take from Adam and Love. I'm going to take I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. I've never seen that movie. You haven't? No. (laughs) We have a lot of homework to do after this episode. I'm realizing you haven't seen a lot of the good Adams in the movies. People would argue that Chuck and Larry is not a good movie. In my opinion... I have seen the good <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't think a lot of people actually like Chuck and Larry, but I'm picking it because I love it. It is so ridiculous and just so dumb, mm-hmm. but also I would do this with pretty much any of my friends. <laughs> I would absolutely marry any of my friends if they needed health insurance and couldn't get it. I'm your guy, okay? Come to daddy. <laughs> Plus you get to see Jessica Biel in a, in a, in a bra and that doesn't hurt, so. <laughs> see, I'm someone I would rather watch... Grown ups five times instead of watching a new Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> there was this one time, I can't remember where we were, where we were living at the time, but we were trying to find grown ups on <laughs> anything and could not find it. And finally, we had, we rented it uh, from, I think, Voodoo or something. And you put it on, we watched it, and then like two hours later, you're like, You want to watch grown ups again? And I was like, Sure. <laughs> and we watched it like three times in a span of 24 hours. <laughs> you do love that movie. Yeah, I do. I think it's the epitome of Adam Sandler. Like that's like when yeah. you when you want to know who Adam Sandler is as a person, not as an actor or like a career, just as a person. Grown-ups. Right. Just go watch grown-ups. Because Adam Sandler is a rich bitch, but he's he doesn't not gonna act, act like, like a rich bitch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't even dress like in any of these movies. Yeah. He is he is so rich in grown-ups. And he's wearing basketball shorts and a polo <laughs> t-shirt. Like, what are you doing? I just think it's so funny that he even wears clothes like 
clothes that don't even fit him. No, like absolutely not. His basketball shorts are like capris. <laughs> I like to think that Billie Eilish stole her look from Adam Sandler. Just all the baggy ass clothes. It's, it's Adam Couture. Yeah. <laughs> Sandler oh, chic. That's so good. That's so good. Um. All right. So. <laughs> I'm going to select my next pick from Adam Gets Serious, um, which Kyle read these, but I'll just reiterate. It is Punch Drunk Love, Uncut Gems, Hustle, and Meyer Wright Stories. Meyer Wits. Meyer Wits Stories. Clearly, I've never seen that movie. Um, so I'm going to go with Hustle. Yes. That's a good pick. We watched that with Ozzy and Taylor. Mm-hmm. And why do I like this movie? Because he's married to Queen Latifah. Yeah, I love that part. When, when, <laughs> no, uh, legitimately, I remember when Queen Latifah came out and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, I love it. It's also just a cool story. Yeah, I also have a massive crush on Queen Latifah. Always have, <laughs> always will. That'll never change. So whenever she's on screen, I'm just like, I'm fully in. I'm fully sold. <laughs> that would have been my pick for that category if you had taken Uncut Gems. Mainly because I just don't like Punch Drunk Love and My Arrest Story isn't really that serious. I've never seen serious. either of those, so... I would not. I mean, you put. I don't think you'd like Punch Drunk Love at all. <laughs> it's not. It's not funny. It's actually very dark. Um, so for the next category, I'm gonna pull from Life Lessons with Adam. Now I'm gonna take. So so these are these these are the movies in this category: Mr. Deeds, Anger Management, Click, and Funny People. Uh, you could argue Mr. Deeds and Anger Management shouldn't be in there, but I'm putting them in there because Mr. Deeds teaches you that money isn't everything. God damn it! So I'll put it in there. My pick, though, is going to be Funny People. I don't necessarily love this movie or even really like it all that much. It is like two and a half hours long and there's no reason for it. But it has Seth Rogen and a couple other really fun actors. And the main reason I'm picking it is because it was the first movie I can ever recall watching that Adam Sandler wasn't trying to be funny. Because in the movie, he thinks he has a disease and he's going to die. So he basically is just like, fuck the world and I'm just going to be an asshole and do whatever I want. And it was the first time I ever saw Adam Sandler do that. And so it left a mark on me, like, not in a good way. Mm -hmm. Like, this movie is something that was just different. And I'd never seen anything like Adam Sandler in that movie before. Mm -hmm. And so it just always put a mark in my brain. But it's not necessarily a movie I love. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the mark of a movie that has... A deeper meaning or is could connect with a lot more people because if, if you're constantly thinking about the movie after you've seen it even if you don't like it that's a mark that it's probably a good movie even if you don't like it mm-hmm. so yeah that's my pick all right have you ever seen funny people no yeah i'm not that's not even one i'd, I'd be like let's watch um so my next selection is going to come from silly sandler options here again are Waterboy, little nikki don't mess with zohan jack and jill and kyle selected hubie halloween I am going to go with Waterboy. <laughs> That's a good pick. This movie, it brings back a lot of memories for me. I remember watching this movie with my dad. Really? And, yes. And if you don't, if you've ever watched a movie with my dad, like a funny movie with my dad, it's just the best. I, I get so excited to oh, go yeah. home and show my dad a new funny movie just so I can watch his reactions. Yes. Because his his laugh is just... It's funnier than the funny part in the movie. I actually can't believe he's seen this movie. I can't picture oh, yeah. him sitting down and watching this. Oh, yeah. Remember when we watched Good Boys? Yes. He made us rewind it multiple times to watch that <laughs> one specific scene over and over again. And we yes. were all losing it. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's quite the experience watching a comedy yes. with your dad. I just also just... The character you put, like, I love... It's just a high quality age tool. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I just love it. <laughs> The way you contorted your face there to look just like him was impressive. <laughs> I got a confession to make. Yeah. I have only seen Waterboy in chunks. 
I've never sat down to watch the thing beginning to end fully. That's one we'll have to watch. That's I one have... I'm not okay with you not seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Our relationship depends on this. No more date night until we watch Waterboy. Um, I have seen the beginning probably four or five times, mm-hmm. and I've never made it past the 20-minute mark in like complete. Mm-hmm. And I've caught the whole movie in probably three different increments. Mm-hmm. But um, it's one that I, I get the gist of. I don't think it takes a lot of brain power to figure out where that movie is like where it goes, <laughs> uh, which is pretty much Adam Sandler's specialty. I'm going to do Dadam Sandler now. Mm-hmm. And I have a really, I'm having a really hard time picking because these are my options left. I have Spanglish, Bedtime Stories, Grown Ups 2, That's My Boy of the Week of, and You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. Now I'm stuck because I really, really want to pick That's My Boy because mm-hmm. I love that movie. But I think I like The Week of more. Mm. Because Chris Rock is in that, and I think Chris Rock is pretty funny. <laughs> and that's my boy has uh, incest, and that's like spoiler alert. That's like the big funny twist at the end, which is not funny. It's very disturbing. <laughs> but the cast is also great in that. So I, I mean, I got game time decision here, man. It's it's really like, who am I going to want to lead the franchise? Right. And I'm going to go. That's my boy. Oh. <laughs> what do you think I was going to pick? The other one. <laughs> I'm picking that's my boy mainly because um, the ending just catches me. Even when I've seen the movie and I know what's coming, the ending always makes me go, oh my God, that's right. Mm-hmm. And I and the first time I ever watched it was in digital communi- advanced digital communications senior year of high school. A kid I had class with had it on his cell phone and we just watched it. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we had the class again. So we just watched it and finished it then. And I'll never forget... Just being like, what the fuck, man? What did I just watch? It starts with Adam Sandler as a as a fourteen year old knocking up his teacher and getting her pregnant, and then raising that child, and ends with him finding out that his ends with him going to his son's wedding, and his son hates him, but turns out that uh, his son's future wife is banging her own brother. Yeah, who is played by the father from This Is Us. So it's just all over the place, man. It's a very strange movie. <laughs> all right, I am. That's going... not. That's what I'm not comfortable with you not watching. We got to watch that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna choose '90s Adam next. The options here are Coneheads, Airheads, Billy Madison. Kyle's pick was Happy Gilmore, and then Wedding Singer and Big Daddy. And my selection here is Billy Madison. Yeah, that's a good pick. And let me tell you why. I'm surprised it wasn't Wedding Singer. I feel like that's like right up your alley. I don't know if I've seen all of Wedding Singer. What? Um, that's I'm, actually surprising. I've seen that. I'm choosing Billy Madison because I think that will get me the most votes out of. Oh my, my god! You no. son of a bitch. <laughs> and honestly, I do like that movie. Isn't? But I honestly can't remember the last time I saw it. Because isn't it like he has to go back to school yes. to graduate to graduate to get some fortune? Yeah. Yeah. Last time I watched it with, with was with my boy Forrest. Shout out Forrest. Uh, at his house in Hamden, so God, it must have been at least 12, 13 years ago now that I've seen that movie. But the best scene in that's the dodgeball scene. Yeah. When Adam Sandler actually beats the shit out of those kids with dodgeballs. Yeah, but I think that's probably, like, when I look at those movies, I feel like that's the one I see talked about most, and I feel like people tend to like that one. So that's I feel like Big Daddy's out. up there. I know, I know. That was my second choice. Airheads is also slept on. I'm just saying, like, I almost picked that, but I, I just went Happy Gilmore sitting there on the board. Why would I go with the third string quarterback out of the gate when I can get a starter ready to go? <laughs> I know that Happy Gilmore is my but, 
if I had to like recommend a movie to anyone, if you hadn't seen, if you haven't seen it on this whole list, I actually would say it's probably Airheads. It is Airheads. It's Brendan Fraser. It's Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, and Adam Sandler. And they're in a band. <laughs> Steve Buscemi gives me the creeps. Just in no, case um, don't say that. I must say, I because I saw him in a movie. Oh, Con Air. Yes, and he plays a cannibal. And he's a cannibal, and I and was. I think I was too young to have seen that movie. Mm-hmm. And so now I just see his face, and I think he's creepy. Yeah, it's and creepy. Like, it's creepy too because he like literally he's like preys on little girls in that movie. Yes. Like he like eats their he's just bodies. It's cre- disgusting. And he honestly, like if you look at him, if he wasn't famous, like he's a creepy looking guy. No, I'm so serious. Like if you look at that face, if you didn't if on the street, you would be a little creeped. Mr. Buscemi, I don't think you're creepy. I liked you in the Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> um Mr. Buscemi. <laughs> but they play they're a band and basically <laughs> They can't get any airtime, so they go with fake like water guns that they yeah. painted to look like real guns. Oh, they go into a radio uh, place and like hold it hostage until they play their music. Oh, my God. It's so dumb, but it is just quintessential early '90s dumb movie. <laughs> I think everyone should watch it. It's great. My last category. This is my last pick, mm-hmm. and I only have one category left, mm-hmm. and it's Adam and Chill. Which yeah. is what we're going to do after this because you got a lot of fucking work to do. You got a lot of movies to watch. Uh, yeah, and Waterboy is first. <laughs> Fair enough. But there's some good movies left. We have Ridiculous Six, The Do-Over, Sandy Wexler, and Murder Mystery 2. Which I actually take that back. Three of those movies are ass. Uh, Ridiculous Six is terrible. It's one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. Uh, it's Taylor Lautner's in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he plays like his son or Adam Sandler's brother or something. And then you have The Do-Over, which is with David Spade. And I'm just not a huge David Spade guy. I do like him, but I just... Out of these, it's not all that great. And uh, Murder Mystery 2, which I think is ass again. One of the worst Adam Sandler movies out there. So that leaves me with Sandy Wexler. And I fucking love that movie. So I'm happy. I will take it. Sandy Wexler, welcome to the team. We appreciate you. We love to have you. So the first time we ever watched this, you actually made me watch this. I had never seen it before. And we were in Dallas. And it was the last leg of our trip in Texas. We had been in Texas for like a week. Mm -hmm. And which, note to anyone who's planning on a, a trip... Uh, don't plan seven cities in seven days. It was, it's it was way four. too much. It was four. <laughs> but it felt like a lot it was longer a than lot. that. It was a lot. <laughs> it was so much that when we got to Dallas, we did not leave the Airbnb. We, didn't we leave did the not Airbnb. do any exploring. No. We literally ordered DoorDash and watched a movie. We watched Sandy Wexler and went to bed. That's it. <laughs> and I don't regret that at yeah. all. I really don't. We were so just tired. You have to dr- we had to drive everywhere. And it just wasn't like we didn't make a lot of smart decisions. And yeah. it was just a long drive from like what Waco to Dallas, and it felt like it took forever. Yeah, and Dallas was just a, a madhouse, and I was like, I don't really want to go anywhere unless and we can Uber. I think we were afraid to go anywhere in Dallas because the location that we were in didn't look; it wasn't like super. Po- like, oh my god, the guy was populated. selling right outside of our window. When you yeah. looked down out the window, that guy was selling shit out of his trunk in an abandoned parking lot, and yeah. cars would pull in. He'd get out of his car, <laughs> pop the trunk, and throw things into their car quickly, and they'd throw things in his trunk, and he'd yeah. close it. I was like. Yo, what the fuck is happening? And, and then, then there were just homeless people lining the street. Yeah. And we just weren't in like an area where like a lot of people were walking around. Right. Uh, no, but I have oh, one more thing. Oh, because we watched Sandy Wexler. Yeah, I have one more thing to say about Dallas. Uh, we were thinking about going out. We were looking for things to do. Yeah. Within walking distance. But there was nobody outside walking. And when we looked at the map, we were on the complete wrong side of Dallas. Yeah. Everything that was happening in Dallas was happening on the opposite side. And the walk would have taken us forever it would not have been worth it yeah. plus there was a guy you had to cross through the street and like past this water fountain thing and there were these two or three guys just practicing like homeless dudes mm-hmm. practicing karate moves with each other <laughs> and i'm not sure that everyone participating in the karate 
was a willing participant. So I was like, you know, let's just like hang out yeah. and watch Sandy Wexler for some reason. <laughs> and I love that fucking movie. I do not love <laughs> Dallas, but I do love Sandy Wexler. <laughs> All right. My final choice comes from Life Lessons with Adam. The movies in this list are Mr. Deeds, Anger Management, Click, and Funny People. And I have to choose Click because it's the only movie I've seen in this category. Mm. Even though I don't think it's a great movie. I think people I think people would agree with you on that. I think when we were younger, when I was younger, I remember this movie being like really popular. Everyone really liked it. But since we've gotten older, it just it feels like a really emotional baity music movie. Like it's not like a movie that is actually good. It's just a movie that has Adam Sandler and it's gonna try very hard to bait you into crying and it's mm-hmm. like also think it was sold as like a comedy and like when you watch it it's not fully yeah. a comedy. So I get where you're coming from. This is the weakest category, I think, because well Adam Sandler's not trying to teach anything. <laughs> trying to make you laugh. He's trying to do that. He's trying to make you giggle. Yeah. And that's where Adam Sandler thrives. Yes. <laughs> of these categories, what is Adam Sandler's best category? Uh Dadam Sandler. I have to go Dadam Sandler as well. It's either that or nineties. Yeah. So you say Dadam, uh, since you said Dadam, I'll go nineties. I think the nineties Adam is probably the best best I think it's probably his funniest Adam. I do. Because I think Dadam Sandler is I disagree. Is more funny on a family aspect where he's like, ha, look at me being a silly dad. I don't know what I'm doing. Whereas 90s Adams, he was pelting kids with dodgeballs, holding up radio stations with guns, and like just starting fist fights with celebrities. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. I like the silly dad trope because it reminds me of my dad. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so let's go real quick, run down our picks uh, for the audience one last time. Cass, uh, I'll let you go first. All right. So I have. Billy Madison, Waterboy, Murder Mystery, Grown Ups, Just Go With It, Click, and Hustle. Okay. And I must say, like, I think it's a pretty solid list. You feel good about that list? Mine is Click. Mine is Click. You feel like that's a good list? Yeah. I'm not as confident about my list, I think. I think I think, <laughs> I think I made a few poor decisions. I'll have to talk to the general manager about this. Um, no, but my, my mine looks like this. The 90s Adam was Happy Gilmore. The Silly Sandler was Hubie Halloween. Adam and Chill was Sandy Wexler. Adam Sandler was That's My Boy. Uh, Adam in Love was I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Life Lessons with Adam's I pick, with Adam, I Picked Funny People. And for my last category, Adam Gets Serious, I had Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe could have waited to take Uncut Gems. I think I jumped the gun on that. I wanted it off the board so you couldn't block me. But I feel like I had at least three or four probably categories before you decided to take it. And I'm really starting to regret some of these picks. <laughs> Chuck and Larry, Funny People. That's my boy. <laughs> most mean, of my picks. You could have chose whatever you want in those categories <laughs> because most of them you were picking before me. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, at this point, we're going to leave it up to you. The winner is in your hands. We will give you the results of this when we give you the results of the giveaway that we are having. The giveaway ends. Uh, we will we'll be announcing the giveaway winner. The same episode we're announcing uh, the winner of the Adam Sandler draft, which will be next Friday's episode. And coincidentally, our first episode, not in New Hampshire. We will officially be back in Maine. And how weird is that that we're both from Maine and it's episode 27 of our podcast that is going to be the first one to ever happen in the state of Maine? That is kind of wild. It's weird when you think about it. Yeah. We've never recorded in Maine. So we'll be home. We'll be in our new place because we do officially have a place to move to. It has happened. We've signed the lease. We're ready to go. So if you could be so kind, this is where I get on my spiel and you all tune out. But if you could be so kind to share us, like us, Follow us. Uh, all of my socials are down below. Um, 
And just spread the word. Rate us wherever you listen. It helps us immensely. And with that said, thank you. And go watch an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs>